You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. Do you remember a time a time where you get that feeling of just joy and happiness and excitement and even just like the the idea that wow that was possible and easy and you know and wow this is unlocking doors i think it's time for us to kind of go back to that place and think about that and i'm going to talk about that here on this episode but before i do so of course give a shout out to our sponsor crypto business conference Happening October 9th to the 11th in beautiful San Diego, California. Uh, I'll share a little bit more about that at the end of the episode. And why, well, you know, I, I was I was originally going to open this episode and sing a little bit Michael Jackson, but then I remembered uh, I can't sing, and none of y'all want to listen to me sing. That's for sure. <laughs> but um, I, the re- and the song, you know, do you remember? Do you remember a time, right? Because like, it's been interesting the last couple of weeks because. When I think about you know what this space represents and where where I believe everything is going, you know I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for for what's possible, but it's also like really frustrating right now with the you know the market and how projects are being uh, rolled out, and even the fact that like some projects are still falling into old habits um, and and still being rewarded for it, while other projects and people that are are really creating some amazing things aren't being rewarded for it and. That is incredibly frustrating, um, you know, in my opinion. But the thing that's funny about you know NFTs and really about Web three is that much like in the in the world of of Web two or even just in our real life world, we spend a heck of a lot of time dwelling on like the bad news, the fake news. We spend a lot of the time really just kind of harping over our haters or worrying about what others are going to say about us and not enough time like celebrating our wins and, and, you know, kind of reminiscing on the good things and the good times. And I was asked a question today and the question was simply like, what was your lesson and the feeling you got when you sold your first NFT? And I'll just tell you when I read that question and I want everyone to listen, I want everyone to think about that question right now that's listening. And if you haven't sold an NFT yet, I want you to think about what you think that feeling would feel like. So the question really is, what you know? What do you remember from selling your first NFT? And I got this big smile on my face because there is something kind of great about buying something, investing in something, maybe getting value out of it. I believe, like for me, my first soul, you know, NFT that I sold was actually a free NFT that was long before free NFTs became popular. But it wasn't a free NFT just because, you know, you were quick to mint it. You had to actually go through this content and you had to, you had to consume a couple of different things and earn these points. And then it allowed you to mint this NFT for free. You just had to pay gas, which at that time was like 40 bucks uh, USD back in August of 2021. 
But I will tell you, I, I was proud of myself because I went through the process to, to earn the right to buy this NFT. And then when I bought the NFT, I was excited because not only did I have one that I thought it had a pretty cool trait on it, but I also realized at that, like around that moment that their utility, like what they were building for like the next step was something that I was like, man, I did all that work. But now I realize like what they're building beyond this isn't really for me. But I remember this feeling of, wait a second, I did all the work. I got the benefit. What do I get to do with that? I get to sell that. And so I remember really, I mean, I I think I spent like two days watching the floor. And this was back when OpenSea didn't even have like floor prices on collections. You actually had to like drill into the, into each one. And, and I remember just trying to look at like, okay, what was the average price that NFT sold from? And then how many of them that had a headband, because I had a blue and white headband on my NFT, um, you know, how, how much were they selling for? And I remember it, it clearly, right? Um, I remember that I was, I was looking at the averages and I was like, you know what? Today's the day. I'm going to put it up for sale. I remember, you know, remembering I was like, oh, I have to have gas because when you list it, it costs gas. And there was this, you know, I remember trying to go through all the, all the things that everyone had told me. And I remember I listed it for, uh, I believe it was 0.28. Probably could go back and find it. It's in my old wallet that got hacked, but I bet you I could probably go back and find it. But I think I listed it for 0.28. And I pressed like the list button and then I went to the page and I was like, oh, here we go. And then I was like just staring at it. Then I was like, oh, this is not healthy. This is not healthy. I'm, like, I'm not going to go to the page. And so I went to another page and I kept trying to do work. But then I kept like looking over my email. I was like, am I going to see like, hey, it's sold. Hey, it's sold email. And of course it didn't at the, you know, for the next couple of minutes or a couple of times. And I remember I jumped on a Zoom call and I was on a Zoom call um, with a couple other creators and we were talking about something. And all of a sudden I went, holy crap. And they were like, what, what? I was like, my first NFT just sold. And I will tell you, the, the creators that I was on the call with, they were not into NFTs. Um, they had creator coins, but they did not have uh, NFTs. And they're like, dude, like you are really excited. I'm like, man, it was a free NFT that I sold uh, for a really good price at 0.28. I remember uh, at the time that was like, I think it was like 700 bucks or so. And they were laughing and like, dude, I mean, that's cool and all, but like, you know, it was free too. They were like, you probably wouldn't be this excited for it being free. I was like, no, 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 I, I would have been. I was like, cause I researched this. I put in the time to earn my ability to mint it. I minted it, then recognized that I probably wouldn't take advantage of the utility that was upcoming. And so I put it for sale and it sold right away. And then of course someone was like, well, doesn't that mean that you probably didn't list it for enough? And I was like, Oh, shut up. You know, don't, don't, don't be stomping on my victory. And then I remember it was about 24 hours later, maybe, maybe a little bit longer, maybe 30 hours later. I was like, man, I wonder what that, um, if that person that bought my first NFT that I, that I ever sold, I wonder if they sold it. And I remember I clicked on it and I was like, wait a second. Like, why, what is that saying? I was like, wait, they sold it for 0.66. Like, how is that even possible? What? I was like, the floor price is like 0.12. And and I realized at that moment, I had this like feeling of just like frustration and disappointment because I now realized that I probably could have sold it for three times more. And it was sold within like that 30 hour window for 0.66. Now, thankfully, you know, as someone that was a poker player, but also someone that always looks at like 
you know, how do we reverse engineer things, but how do we not Monday morning quarterback? And what I mean by that is I do believe we should learn and analyze, you know, from the, from the idea of what we did and then reverse back. But I think one of the things that we make a big mistake on, in my personal opinion, is that we, we too often go back and like, don't give ourselves much credit. And, and we like, what if I did this right? Or what if I did this wrong? And the funny thing is, I was like, I was like, I can't believe I would have, I, I, if I would have waited 30 hours, I would have sold that NFT for more. But then it hit me. Based on the data and the research and the things that I knew, that, pro- that would not have happened, actually. Because there was nothing that happened in that 30 hours that would have told me to list it at that price. And one could argue that the only reason that NFT fetched that price on that day was because they already saw, saw that it sold at a higher price, right? So if it, if it was a free mint and a jump to 0.66 is like a, wow, they were already trying to get you know uh, $1,800 or whatever it was. But because I was selling it first and I got it like kind of over the hump, then really the gap is like, oh, this person's only selling it for you know $800 more or whatever it may be. But all of that to say is like, I remember then like kind of shaking my head and like, you know what? I'm not going to go back and look at old NFTs. And if I do, I'm not going to let myself get broken down or disappointed or frustrated with what, you know, with the decisions I made. But the funny thing about that is even telling you that story right now, man, it was just so cool to see that happen and have that feeling. And it was a feeling not the money really wasn't what mattered. It was the feeling that I owned something that I believed was valuable, but then based on you know what they were doing or what I was doing, that I could no longer take in that value or leverage that value. But because it was mine, I could sell it for a value and someone else could take advantage of that. Now, I will tell you, I've now probably sold 500 NFTs since. And I've bought and sold a lot, you know, and some for big gains, some for big losses, some for short, small, short wins, others that I've, you know, I, I held for many months, then finally just decided that it wasn't worth it anymore. But I think it's important for us, you know, we talk, we, we talk a lot about like touching the grass, you know, go touch some grass, which means get outside. Don't just sit and refresh, you know, OpenSea and Coinbase all day. We also talk a lot about like protecting your mental health and, and, and being like self-aware. We don't talk enough about like celebrating our wins, but also capturing those moments that make us feel good. And it doesn't mean that you have to sell something for a lot of money. I will tell you, I've sold a lot of NFTs for a heck of a lot more money than that first one. But that first one, well, you know, you never forget your first. <laughs> but there, you know, I, I mean, I, there's a couple NFTs that come to mind that I remember selling them. Um, one of them recently, and. I sold it and I, I mean, I sold it at a pretty big loss. I'm talking like I bought the top at like 1.3 ETH and I sold it for like 0.39. So yeah, I lost like almost an ETH in the project, but you know what made me feel good about selling it was that I hold, I hold multiple in that collection, but I, I found somebody in their discord that said that this was the trait that they really wanted, but they didn't couldn't afford anybody selling it at that, at that price. And I had reached out and I was like, well, you know, I don't really want to sell it for much lower than this, but I gave them a couple ideas on, you know, if they wanted to sell these and then, you know, build up the ETH and they can make an offer for the NFT or whatever it may be. But then I realized like I should just lower it and I want the liquidity now. And that person, it would matter to that person. And so like, I know that that NFT is going to come up in my feed pretty regularly. And it wasn't going to be one that I wore as a PFP very often. 
but I can guarantee you it's going to be one that that person, you know, wears a lot because it's one that matters to them. And like, to me, that meant a lot when I sold that NFT. I will also tell you, I've given away a lot of NFTs. I mean, a ton of NFTs. I know many of you listeners um, that have engaged and, and, and we become friendly and fans, um, you know, through different projects, through different ways of transferred NFTs uh, as my way of saying thank you and, and, and hopefully onboarding people into different projects. And there's just something magical about having digital ownership of something or multiple things, but really you being in control of it. And so, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, do you remember the times? I think this is a great time, like right, right now during this episode, to just sit and think about some of the good things, the moments that you remember that you liked. And if you haven't had those yet, start looking at you know, what was the reason that you got into this space? Why do you care about this, what's going on here? And I don't believe it's for how much money you buy or sell something for. Rather, I think it's a, a lot of it comes down to, you know, that ownership component and defining what that success means to you. And, you know, it's, it's funny. We talk a lot about NFTs and like how much we can sell them for, but we don't ever talk about like going to a movie theater and selling a movie ticket after we already watched it or buying a video game and how much I can sell the video game whenever I'm done, you know, um, using it. I mean, I, I, there was a lot of video games that I bought that I knew that, it, you know, like I bought like NF, you know, NFL 2k That's how old I am. Um, and I knew that when NFL 2K1 came out, I'd be buying that. And NFL 2K would be no longer valuable. But guess what? I still spend the money on that video game. And that was way back when, right? So like this idea that we can own something digitally, that can give us access to things and experiences and people and products and places. And even if we're lucky enough, have the opportunity to sell it afterwards, to me is something that's kind of lost in this bear market. And I just hope that this episode helped you find that, helped you kind of wrap your head around that. And maybe we can all just do ourselves a favor and and nudge each other to remember some of the the positive, the highlights and the things that keep us going. Because for me, that's, it, I mean, it, literally just this, creating this episode, it, it's going to level up my morale around the NFT space for the entire day. I mean, and what more can we ask for than that? Well, maybe you could ask for a plane ticket and a trip to San Diego, October 9th to the 11th, for Crypto a Business Conference, hosted by our friends over at Social Media Examiner. If you want to check it out, go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash NFT365. If you want to learn all things metaverse, NFTs, creator, you want to network with others that are building projects, that are in a, um, that are investors, you know, I know many of you listeners you know, of the podcast, I know Jordash posted, uh, Katie posted. Actually, how funny is that? I wasn't even thinking about that. Jordash and Katie were both guests at an event that we both, we all three spoke at in, uh, in Ohio, and they're all going to be at uh, San Diego for, uh, for a crypto business conference. And so um, if you want to network with other listeners, others that are a part of the show, others that are active in the space, some great founders, definitely check it out. Crypto business conference happening October 9th to the 11th. And they also have an on-demand ticket as well. And I'll leave you with this, my friends. You know, if you're feeling great, if you're listening to this and you're like, Brian, I don't need that boost. I don't need that morale. Here's my call to action for you. Show you care. Reach out to someone. Celebrate them. Tell them that you appreciate them. You love what they're doing. Nobody will ever say that you care too much. And in this world right now with so many things going on, we got hurricanes coming now. We have, I mean, so many things that are just disrupting our lives you know, if, if you're doing great 
I think it's a great day to reach out and let someone else know that they're doing great and you appreciate them. And I, of course, would appreciate you if you wanted to share this podcast out on any of your favorite social channels or maybe just you know send us a, a note on uh, a topic or a conversation that you'd love to hear us uh, you know, share or maybe something that came to mind when you were listening to this episode around your first uh, you know, selling of an NFT. As always, I wish you all an amazing day. Until tomorrow, cheers. I think I said that backwards. How funny is that? Wow, it took me all these episodes to mess up the closeout. It's because I never think about it, and today I thought about it. Until tomorrow, my friends, make a great day. (laughs) Cheers. The Mint 365 Collection 100-Day Countdown is on. We're counting down to November 11th when we'll auction off all 365 NFTs as one collection, including a custom mosaic of all the art. Want to bid on this one-of-a-kind Web3 time capsule? For details, keep listening to NFT 365. If you found this helpful, let us know by leaving a review. Like, subscribe, share, and do all of those good things. We are greater than me, and as always... This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research.